Fest Radio on RampFestRadio.com. We're, we're not number one. God is. We may not be the best, but our purpose is to lead you to the best. Jesus Christ. www.RampFestRadio.com. Old school to new school. Classics to exclusives. Gospel, hip-hop, music, and videos. Live video interviews Monday nights at 8 p.m. Monday nights at 8 p.m. Watch. Watch. Learn. Learn. Love. Love. Support. Support. RapFest Radio on RapFestRadio.com. RapFestRadio.com. RapFestRadio.com.
you see the door, gotta flee. Roaches, Christ shed his own blood for sin. Slit wrists, now we preach this going off in tongues. French kiss, but only if it's one there to interpret. If ain't one around, sit all the way down. Cause it's enough foolishness in the world. Please spare the church. Dirty work, minister. Please stay alert. Cause it's some nerds in the burbs hoping for the word. So we out here on the curb like we finna serve. I remember Satan's lies had me hypnotized. I remember smoking purp on the way to work. For so many things I did, I apologize. Blazed up a new purp on the way to church. Then sat right by my mama that summer. That's when she finally realized I had went under. Yo, welcome, Yo, welcome, Rapfest Radio, rapfestradio.com. We are here live with Sheena Lee Sick. in the house. Uh, you just finished listening to Merry Go Round by Young Noah. Great track. Make sure you go online and, and purchase all the music. Support the artists that we play here at Rapfest Radio. Uh, you can get all your music at holyculture.net, iTunes, all of that stuff. The Young Noah is a free download mixtape that's available at Holy Culture along with hundreds of other uh, downloads while you're there. Um, Sheena Lee's in the house. Hi. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're really excited to have Sheena here. We wow, we know you for a long time now. Yeah. We won't mention years. We won't go into all of that stuff. Well, you can do that. I mean, it's not like you're like flat out asking me my age, but well, we how know. old are you now? I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so no, we, we, we since I was like maybe fourteen or fifteen years old, hey, I can wow. remember yeah. um, going to rap fest like whew, before everything. You, Right, even before even the before whole truce, truce and all yes, that stuff. Yes, yes. Wow, that's great. That's great. It's, you know, it's great to see that Sheena's still rocking for the Lord and, and, and doing her thing. Um, I want to take this opportunity right now for yourself to introduce yourself to people, let them know a little bit about you, and then we'll start asking you some questions. Well, um, hmm. for <laughs> those of you who um, have not heard of, of, of my name or heard about me or my ministry or just any of the music that I've done, um, I've just, uh, been blessed with, uh, with what I feel, um, is a gift in the sense of just knowing from a young age that singing is what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And I only wanted to do it for the Lord. Mm -hmm. Um, there have been opportunities, um, that were, uh, given up to me to basically either, uh, join a record label or, you know, to do secular music and do other things. But it was just this innate feeling that I didn't feel right going that route. I didn't want to be um, kind of like, not a statistic, but just be another girl singing the shoulda, woulda, couldas or sing about guys mm. and all that other stuff. So it's just um, just the fear of the Lord in a sense of uh, being taken and my whole identity being changed to be somewhat uh, turned into a sex symbol or whatever the case may be. Um, it just wasn't something that... Uh, I ever really uh, was um, fond of, so to say, or just was interested in. So because of that fear, and it was a, a good fear, it was a humble fear, um, I didn't go that route. Um, I think now, 
being the age that I am now and just being wiser and more mature and basically going through this journey, um, I've come to a realization how important it is to be uh, responsible, to have maturity in Christ, um, to really know what your true calling and your purpose is um, in life because you're able to really take care of the gift that God gives you. Um, he always brings you through a certain place where it's preparation and a process before he releases you out for um, the world to really see you. It's like you're a treasure or a, a jewel just being refined. You know, like refiner's fire, you're the gold and, you know, all that. Um, not to say that I'm like, yeah, I'm gold and I'm treasure. You know, to God, you know, I am, you know, it's, you know, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. But, um, <laughs> but I really do um, appreciate uh, the, the struggles and um, the, the many things that I had to do to accomplish getting to a certain place in my mind of where I needed to be to really um, handle his gift delicately, so to say. Right. So um, I do believe in the sense that um, there are a lot of people or some people that God kind of keeps hitting for a specific time and reason because it's just the, the process and the preparation. But when he releases you, it's because he feels that you're ready to be released. Um, and you're just going to be a powerful movement for the kingdom. You know, and that's that's what kind of like what I hold on to. That is something that is exciting. But at the same time, like, you know what, God, like it's going to be your will that's going to be done. It's not about me, but it's about you and it's for your people. So um, just being here is kind of like, I don't know, it's like surreal, so to oh. say, because um, the last time I had an interview with you was like maybe four years ago and it was over the phone. Oh, right. I remember that. It was through the phone. I, I don't know if it was around New Year's. I, yes. Yeah, it was around that yes. time. It was around that time. It was around that year. time, and we were just talking, and um, I just thank God that um, I've came to a place where it's not so much about just sitting back and allowing things just to happen. You know, when God gives you a gift and you have resources to do something, um, I think that you have to meet God halfway most of the time because it's not mm -hmm. something that just falls right. on your lap. It doesn't matter, you know, what has been told to you mm -hmm. or, you know, what the different things that people say they're going to do for you. It's in the sense that you have to be responsible to own up to that and push that person and move forward and getting things done that you need to do for yourself because God will have those doors open and he will have those resources, but you need to step up. You need to step it up and be able to know that you're going to move forward in the same wavelength as God, that you're going to move in his will and you're going to do what needs to get done for yourself because nobody else is going to do it for you. Mm. You know, so it's like, don't be dependent on other people. Don't, you know, um, you know, uh, take too lightly or like take to heart so much what people say, you know, as far as promises and all these other things, because there are so many other people that God is using and they have, he has gift things within them that they have a lot of responsibilities and sometimes a lot of things um, on their plate, but it doesn't matter. You know, it's like you work and coincide together. And when you work together, where two or more is gathered and in every sense, it's just better. Amen. Wow, that was a great intro. <laughs> I like go ahead, sisters, keep going, Preach. keep going. That's good. You know, um, it's it's you you said a lot. You said you did say a lot there, and a lot of good stuff. A lot of good <laughs> stuff though. 
it's definitely about working together, which is something we, we always end up talking about working together here on Rapfest Radio. Yeah. You know, and we try hard to work together with as many people as possible. Does it work all the time? No. Mm. You know, but we definitely we definitely do our best to try to reach out to a lot of people and work together. Mm. Uh, you're getting you're getting fan mail calls. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we um let's do something for the benefit of people that I still really don't know you. Let them know, like, what church do you fellowship at, your pastor, your, any roles that you play at your local church as well. Okay, awesome. Um, I'm excited to say I go to the New York Dream Center. Um, it's on 23rd and 8th Avenue at, uh, 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 what is that theater called? Set, I forgot the theater. All of a sudden I have a brain fart. Don't mind me. It happens from time to time. Um, but uh, it's at the movie theater that's there right across the street from um, BBQ's. But, um, oh, you knew BBQs though, the, right? Yeah, you can't yeah. remember the theater, but you, <laughs> you know, know BBQs. I got you. Know, it's you. so weird because that theater, <laughs> I don't, have that, church, um, I don't have that theater anywhere in Queens. I'm from Queens, y'all. Yeah, it's really, um, I'm not going to say it's whack, but you know, it's just, it's not the same as being in the city or in the Bronx or Brooklyn, you know, where things are just coming up a lot more. Um, but uh, I have to say that um, for the past three years, I've been attending the New York Dream Center. It's still new and it's growing. Um, uh, my pastor is uh, Pastor Brad Reed and Stella Reed. Um, I basically sing on the worship team. You know, there's rotation because there's a lot of talented people yeah, and yeah. a lot of gifted people um, in my church. But we just launched the other day. Uh, uh, app for the iPhone oh, for our nice. church. So the sermons are in there. We have um, uh, you read is a, a, a part of it. So they have a, a Bible reading plan on there. Um, just all the different uh, organizations or groups that we have. We have life groups. We have um, adopt the block on Saturdays um, and uh, food drives and uh, where they just you know meet with the people they're very awesome. about the community nice, and yeah. like on their website um, which is a www.newyorkdreamcenter.org um, it says that any church any person just naturally if you want to help or you want to contribute and just um, being a part of adopt a block where we go into Chelsea um, projects and we go into some of the people's homes we help clean we cool. you know um, paint uh, we have face painting for the children we have um, food you know it's just whatever you want to do outside of your church or your organization or you know um, your ministry everybody's welcome to be and get involved because it's just mm-hmm. all about the community that's great. We had the New York Dream Center actually came out to Rap Fest two years ago and gave out water. Yeah. It was like nonstop water yeah. for everybody. People in the park were looking at us like, how much is the water? Nah, it's free, courtesy of the Dream Center. Yeah. And all the guys behind the stage that were getting drunk mm-hmm. or whatever, they're like, I'll have another water. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but that's good. You know, that's, and that's, that's community. That's, yeah. that's great. So tell us now, let, let's, let's get into your, your music. I know when, when I first met you, it was through ministry, uh, singing. And I was totally impressed by by your voice. And now, you know, so many years seeing you consistent still in the ministry is good. So what has Sheena been doing since our last interview four years ago, musically speaking? Oh, um, a lot. I think uh, a lot of it um, was a preparation within myself as well. Um, I think that you, you get to a point that it doesn't matter uh, where you are in your relationship with the Lord or how high you feel in that sense of ministry there always comes a a a time or a point where you feel drained 
And um, it's just a, a continual of just um, being fed and uplifted in, in this verse so that you could continue moving forward in that ministry. You know, for me, I know 2010 was a very, very rough year for me. Um, I just was going through a lot uh, in a spiritual sense and also just, um, I was just trying to, I don't know if it sounds right, refine refined myself, so to say. You know, sometimes you, you um, get discouraged and you find yourself uh, doing things that you, you know, didn't think you would end up doing mm -hmm. or, you know, you just kind of like lose sight of what's the focal point or important when you do struggle and you go through things. The first person you look to and always should look to is God. You know, right. it's it's a continual uh, relationship thing. It's 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 a love affair with God and just having that intimate time with him. And it's just like I know that it's easier said than done because I've been you know going to church all my life and I've been in ministry since I was 15 years old. But I think it was a time of like, here I am at this age, you know, I've seen the good and the bad of ministry of, you know, uh, churches and, you know, just different things that it was just like, I needed, I felt that I needed to like, kind of like pull away hmm. and it was a wrong feeling. It was a wrong, um, thing, but at the same time it happens because we are emotional creatures, you know, God created us to have emotions. So, um, I think for me, when I got past that and I was able to come to that place where it was rededication, uh, renewal of the mind and the spirit, and just totally, finally trusting in God wholeheartedly. Mm -hmm. Because right. I think for me, um, it was a hard thing to do. I knew the word. I was raised in church. But some underlining under everything, different things that I would worry about or think of, I didn't really have that trust that I should have had in the Lord, knowing that everything was going to be okay. You know, and I feel that a lot of times when I would minister and I would go out when I was a part of truce and stuff like that, it's just like I was there with the right motives, right intention. I had the heart of God. I had the heart of, of, you know, for his people and knowing that it wasn't about me first in hand, like first and foremost, that I know other people are going through um, things that I can't even imagine, right. you know, and I thank the Lord that I didn't have to experience, but at the same time, you get to a place where it's just like, you feel so much is coming on. Like you just don't know what to do with it anymore. You feel so overwhelmed and you feel so tired and drained. And I just, uh, thank the Lord that it kind of came to a halt, you know, in, um, 2011 or just the beginning of that year. Um, just a, a sidebar testimony, whatever, um, which I'm, I'm going to be so transparent with you guys because, you know, me is me. I want you to know who Sheena is. Amen. Um, Amen. Um, during that year, 2010, it wasn't up until December that I was asked to sing at a wedding. And um, the song that I had sang was um, the bride's um, song that she had written. And it had to do with Ephesians 3. And it was basically talking about how we are all God's children, that he has adopted us into royal priesthood. So in the song, it was talking about how, you know, he is my daddy. And I think that for so long, I knew God as the father and this, uh, and, and um, I, I knew God as the son and the Holy Spirit. But I didn't, I didn't know him as the father or placing him to be like my father. You know, it was, and I think that had to do with the underlining of, you know, just, um, just trusting and fully trusting in yeah. him, you know. And um, 
when that happened, I was singing the song, practicing it, making sure that it was going to be the best that it could be for her wedding day while she walked down the aisle to um, meet her husband. And it was something, something just came over me where it just like God literally grabbed hold of me. Hmm. Like it was so weird because even in that, that time that I was just doing, you know, my own thing in 2010 and I was struggling because it was like, I look at it as like the story of uh, Samson, you know, it's like you were doing things that you shouldn't have been doing, but you knew your heart was in the right place. And I didn't even want to minister anymore. I didn't want to sing. I, I, I felt like I lost that, that zeal and that passion, um, to sing for the Lord at that moment. And I always told myself that if it ever came to a point where I had to minister somewhere and I didn't feel nervous or if I didn't feel like I was, you know, like there and I just like I've arrived, it was like one of those things that, you know what, I don't want to do this again. Right. And I and I thank God I never felt that way. I never felt like I've arrived. But when you feel that, like you know, you're not even in that right place or you don't feel worthy to stand before or to like actually minister because you're you know you get so used to uh one of the the biggest things uh of you know the tricks of the enemy is the condemnation and feeling so guilty and so unworthy that you literally just uh separate yourself right when that is the wrong wrong and worst thing that you can do because our god is the great physician and when you keep yourself surrounded by people who are gonna spiritually encourage you and uplift you um, it's just all about the the sanctification process where it's like you never get to that place where you're like mm-hmm. oh I'm here and you know I'm at that that level where God needs me to be no it's always a continue yeah. because it's about the relationship and just yeah. like any other relationship that you have it's always something that needs to be worked on That's right yeah it's always like that constant like you know what I love you I'm gonna work hard for this I'm not gonna let this go and one thing God never let me go he never fully let me go he never allowed the enemy to fully devour me and just take me and wipe me out Hmm. like and it 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 literally I had to go through that to finally say that I trust God with every fiber of my being like I it's it's I can't even fully explain it to you but it's a different level of a relationship with God it's a different feeling because you fully trust and rely on him. And even when those things are going wrong and they're not right and you're struggling and you're just like, I don't know why this is happening. Because you trust in him with everything, you're still going to praise and rejoice him for right. it. That's right. Because at the end result, it's going to be something that is so big and incomprehensible. Like, or is it uncomprehendable? I can't even, yeah, it's like. Can't comprehend it. Yeah, I can't, I, it's like you can't comprehend what God right. is going to do at the end of it all. There's always um, tests and there's always different um, situations that God is going to put you through because at the end of it, he wants to know that you can carry out what he's called you to do. No. Um, so right now. I was saying to Bert earlier that it's like, you know, a woman giving birth where it's just like with the ministry, you see the hair, like it's just the hair, like it's like right there. And, um, but it's just like, I'm, I'm still like, um, I'm actually like excited and just enjoying the, um, process knowing that it's like right there. It's it's like, God is right there, but it's just like sitting back and just having peace about the whole thing, you know, um, 
right now, like it's been uh, three years since I started um, working on my project. And, you know, sometimes you need to put things to the side to make sure that things are going to be done in excellence. And I believe right. in things being done in excellence. Amen. I didn't want to just put something out there just to like kind of like put it out there. Um, because I know that with everything, it was bigger than the music. It was the work that God was doing inside of me. Yeah. And um, right now... Um, I'm releasing my project this year for sure. It's, um, we need to clap like, track. It literally, I would have to say, um, in the summer, you will have a copy either digitally, online, or in your hand if you go to one of my concerts. Um, but it's just amazing like um, what God is doing. It's and a lot of work. It is a lot it's of work. It's a lot of work. And it you is. know, sometimes people people reap the benefits of buying the album and enjoying it. They don't see all the work that it yeah. goes through, even the, the emotional slash spiritual struggles that the artists go through to put this out. They think like, yo, Sheena rocks. Meanwhile, yeah, she's been she had a whole year of struggle. You know, and that's like you said, being transparent, but it, it also helps benefits other artists that are trying to put this strong face and are struggling. They don't face it. But they're still struggling. And you start to hear it in their music. You start to see it on yeah. at their events. You know, like the brother's going through something. And they won't say it. It could just lead them into depression. It could be anything, you yeah. know. And you just you just have to be real with it. Since you mentioned your project, I want to play this promo that you have for your project. Uh, project Destiny, which is coming out this summer. You heard it here on FS Radio. It's coming out this summer. We're going to hold you to that. Um, <laughs> but let's pl pray to plow. Play the promo, and then I said, "Pray the promo." <laughs> Write that one out. Tweet that. Uh, play the promo, and then we're gonna come back, speak a little bit more. We want to hear one of the tracks from the from the project. That's cool. Okay. Awesome. Right here, Rafes Radio, RafesRadio.com. Check this out. Listening to Rapfest Radio on RapfestRadio.com. Project Destiny is the name of the project that's going to be coming out. Why the name Project Destiny? Okay. Um. Uh. To be honest, um, it was first we came and we thought about just the word destiny. When I was uh, fifteen, I wanted my name or my stage name to be Destiny. Really? And that's why I just loved that name. I was sold on it. I was like, you know, one day when I have a daughter, I'm going to name her Destiny. I just loved the word Destiny. And, you know, um, David Ham, who is my manager, um, always knew that. He's known me for a long time. And at the time, he uh, like basically told me, he was like, you know what, just stick with your real name because Destiny Child just came out. And I was just oh, like, yeah, I'm okay. not, you know, going to do that. But I'm very thankful and grateful to that because, you know, um, it's my God-given name. So 
Sheena you know, Lee, Sheena Lee. Yeah. But um, instead of it just being uh, the Destiny project or, you know, just Destiny, the reason why it's a project is because it's a collaboration with just uh, different features. And it was a process. Hmm. So because it was a process and it wasn't something that was just done within a few months or a year, it became a project because mm -hmm. it was something that was so much uh, bigger than me. It was like learning as I went and at the same time um, knowing that I wanted to relate and also give a, a genre um, uh, to each different type of field so to say because there's so many people who just like love music and I'm one of those people I'm very eclectic I listen to um, a lot of different sounds and different types of genres and I was like you know what I love music so much like I, I don't want it to be just one genre I want it to be a, a collective there of just because I love worship I want worship in there I want mm. hip-hop I want um electronic i want pop i want r&b okay. you know and like that rock feel so when you get the project within like the songs you'll hear different types of sounds it's going to be like very colorful so to say mm -hmm. so it's not just like it's not because i'm trying to find myself musically but i just feel like i want my music to transcend and relate to all age types and all groups of so people. how are people going to do when they get it and they put it on itunes you know how you put the genre what do you put um, I wanted to play inspirational. <laughs> inspirational. And um, I wish... Inspirational dance, inspirational electronic, <laughs> inspirational pop. Inspirational. No, the thing is, is that inspirational, um, you have, a, like, you know, groups like Mary Mary or, like, other yeah. um, um, Christian artists who went from uh, Christian gospel or gospel to inspirational. Right. Like, there's so it kind of covers it, all, covers it all. But inspirational to me... Like, just means that it's any genre, whether it's jazz, rock, it's inspirational, meaning you're going to get inspired. Right, right, I right. wish they had a genre called encouragemental. Encouragemental. <laughs> encouragemental. Like you, because basically, we can start that now. We can start it now. I really feel like if they had that, like every song or just the, the, the feel of um, just destiny in the sense of knowing that this was the calling that God had upon my life. It was his, de his destiny is my destiny for, mm. for my life, so to say. You know, um, anyway, I'm going to just say it out like this. I have these wristbands, and um, basically they say destiny on it, but in the back it says um, passion, purpose, promise. Because I truly believe that it first starts with the passion. And God knows the desires of our hearts. So he places the giftings within us where, where you, you have that passion. That per passion is birthed where it becomes God's purpose. If you're listening intuitively or if you believe that that is where he wants you to go and that's what he has for you. Yeah. And because the word of God is filled with so many promises. If you're walking in his will and you're doing what he's called you to do, his promises are going to be they're gonna f be fulfilled mm -hmm. so it's like that's kind of like where it wraps around in my head like just project <laughs> destiny i know it's like you know really but like i believe that just like how um god has a, a calling and a purpose um for everyone in the body of christ and even you know just like outward like it's i'm like losing my mind is rambling right now <laughs> but right. anyway it's just like purpose and calling is also destiny that's where I kind of like place it together and it, what it means to me. So Project Destiny is basically, um, you're going to get a collaboration of songs that are going to encourage you and help you move forward in your destiny. 
and whatever God has for you. Amen. Amen. That's a great, it's, you know, I love that when somebody really could explain the title of their album. Some people can't. Some people are like, why are you calling it that? Oh, no, it sounded cool. I was like, thanks. <laughs> really no thought into that. It was the letters I had left in Scrabble. I just put it together. That's my name. Uh, we want to get into one of the tracks from the from the project now. It's called Gotta Get Away. This one's featuring Benja. Benja yeah. Uh, you, you mentioned you have features on it. So who else is on the, on the project? Hmm. Oh, you can't say it? If you can't say it, you don't have to say it. No, it's not that I can't say it. I don't know. I'm trying to think if I should keep it a surprise or, you know. No, but I, I you know, can say I'll it. You know. Okay, one or two. Or um, are, well, are there a lot? Okay, you have Benja. Okay. Um, you have Andy Minio. Um, wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Man, this is like... He's like, really? <laughs> I think I heard the audience. <laughs> <laughs> um, and another one, Hezekiah Walker. Really? Awesome. Yeah. Nice. Talk Very about diverse. inspirational yeah. and all around. That's awesome. Good stuff. So check it out. This is Gotta Get Away, Sheena Lee featuring Benja here at Redfest Radio, RedfestRadio.com. This is from the upcoming Project Destiny. And you can get it on iTunes. Oh, this one's available on mm -hmm. iTunes. So you can go to iTunes. Not right now. After the show. <laughs> check it out. Right here. You're listening to Rapfest Radio on rapfestradio.com.
Project Destiny uh, feature actually Gotta Get Away featuring Benja. And now we're back with Sheena. And are we going to get to announcements, actually? Oh, yeah. Let's do our announcements, announcements. now. Since, since, since you said it. Since I said uh, it. We'll say it real quick. We have Rap some Fest. announcements. Rap 2012. Fest 2012. It's August 11th in the Boogie Down Bronx. Same location we had last year, the Pathmark Mall on East yeah. 174th Street and Longfellow Avenue. Great neighborhood to be in. Uh, we're really excited about it. I want to track back one week. The week before Rap Fest, we're going to have a prayer walk. We're joining forces with God Belongs in My yes. City. Yes. And we're going to... We're going to infiltrate that entire neighborhood and we're, we're just going to lay hands on everything we can and pray for everything and everybody we can that's going to happen the saturday before rap fest make sure you stay connected with rapfestinc.com follow us on yeah. facebook twitter check with i am unique as well to find out how you can get involved with that that's august 4th the night before rap fest we will be at sanctuary fellowship church uh, and we're going to have an all-out blast service in preparation for the following day. But we're going to have uh, Pastor Jacob Burgai is going to be sharing the word with us that night. Uh, Jay Cruz Project is going to be ministering. The Sanctuary mm -hmm. Fellowship worship team as well will be ministering. It's going to be an all-out blast. This is ha happening this year at Sanctuary Fellowship Church, 1469 St. Peter's Avenue. Rap Fest, August 11th, is going down Saturday. It's going to be an all-day event from 12 noon to 8 p.m., we have a special guest speaker, Nick, Nikki Cruz, which awesome. you're very well familiar with. Um, uh, Truce minister with Nikki, I think twice at Rat Fest. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he's gonna he's gonna be sharing with us. Great speaker, great man of God, uh, awesome friend. So he's gonna be there. One of our special guests is K Drama, who's gonna be nice. coming out and sharing his ministry with us. Uh, what else we have? Oh. So. We're gonna be we're gonna be broadcasting live uh, with the help of Life Zone TV as well. Uh, that's going to happen at Ratfest and also the night before Ratfest. Submission deadline is April 30th. Next that's one, only yeah. one week away, right? Yep. One week away. So if you haven't sent your submissions in, this is your week to just make sure you put it all together. Send it to us. Go to ratfestinc.com. All the details are there for electronic submission and mail-in. At this point, you might want to just do electronic submission to make sure we get it on time. If you don't send it in, we can't check. We can't put you on. Don't complain afterwards. You know what happens? People are like, yo, why did you put me on? Or, why did you send a submission? <laughs> oh, I had to submit. Oh, yeah. That's over 19 years. That's what we've been doing. <laughs> uh, so that's what's going on. Uh, other announcements. May 4th is the Bread Factory at Sanctuary Fellowship Church yeah. featuring Prodigal Son from Florida. He's coming down so far every May for the last, was this his third year? Third year. And also Dave TV is going to be ministering at that event. Take advantage and mention you have an event coming up May fourth as well. Yes. So yes. we want to mention that um, one. Do you, do you have the the? I, I don't know. If we have we the could flyer. Do that later. Well, you could do it now if you want. <laughs> since we're talking about the talking the about date, it. so since oh, we okay. just since yeah. we just said it. All right. Um. <laughs> sorry. So um, I know I sent the. I don't know what happened, but anyway, um. <laughs> May 4th, yes, it's going to be um, a concert with uh, me, Andy Minio, and Tiffany Michelle. Yeah. So it's going to be like a hip-hop soul feel um, at, uh, uh, what, I'm trying to remember the name, Infinity Church in, in the Bronx. It's going to be at a community center. Right. The Bronx so, River Community Center. Yes, the Bronx River Community Center. See? Yeah. I know you saw and that's it. Not this too, is why I have And that's not too far from um, where we're going to have Rat Fest. Exactly, yeah, yeah, so it's in conjunction, like the church is putting together with Crossroots Ministries, and it's going to be a really cool event. It's yeah. cool. Bronx Now. Yeah, Bronx that's Friday, Now. May 4th. 
Tiffany Michelle. Mm-hmm. New artist? Yes. We got to get her on Ratfest Radio. Yeah. We got to hook that up. She's um, R&B, and she's amazing. She's so that's the Bronx River Community Center, uh, 1619 East 174th Street in the Bronx, Friday, May 12th. Doors open at? Friday, May 4th. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, so I said Friday, May 12th. Uh, seven. Friday, yeah. May 4th, 2012. <laughs> yeah. Wow, we're all messed up from right seven, now. From 7 to 9 p.m. You were so prepared. I'm glad we talked about this earlier. <laughs> really set it all um, right now, um, we're in the works of a new single coming out called One. And um, that's a, a collaboration and duet with me and Tiffany Michelle. Yeah. So be on the lookout for that on iTunes. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. So now that we really messed up those announcements, nobody's going to know where to go. Just go out. There's something happening May 4th somewhere. Yes, just exactly. Just go out. Uh, a lot of you could just check, you know, my Facebook afterwards or whatever. Right. You could, you could, you could always, definitely, you could always <laughs> check the Facebook page, go to the website. Sheena Lee has all of her information out there. And don't forget, after the show, to go download that single on iTunes. Uh, questions, go ahead. There's a question from the chat room. And it says, uh, you spoke about God's destiny for your life. Why not say God's will? I'm not sure how that question is formatted, but that was straight from the chat room. I guess maybe talk a little bit about... Oh, destiny versus will? Destiny and will, or what does that mean for you and this whole project? Okay, um, I know that um, before I had mentioned that um, when basically the importance all around, what it is is about God's will for your life. And just knowing in the sense that because it's his will, whatever is done or when you move in the same wavelength with his will and you know what that is, um, mm -hmm. there is like, I can't even explain it. It's, um, I wouldn't say that I'm saying that destiny means will or it's like the same thing because it's not. I was just saying as far as, uh, you know, calling or let's say a passion that you have, you know, um, or just like, let's say if you're in, if you're going to be, um, become a pastor or if you want to be a teacher, um, a lawyer, a doctor, it doesn't matter what it is. It's not just, um, in the lines or the concept of anything that has to do with just the church, but whatever it is, you know, um, it's just a, a passion that you feel and it, when God gives you the desires of your heart, it's like, um, that kind of like question kind of threw me off a little bit. Cause I thought I talked about, you know, God's will, but I wasn't saying it in the same sense as destiny. Uh, anyway, there's my own that's blue live interview for you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah hey, good. people um, are paying attention. That, that's, that's good. good. Exactly. Thank you. Um, for, um, whoever asked the question. Um, but, uh, can you repeat it again? Just ask the question. You spoke again. about God's destiny for your life. Mm -hmm. Why not say God's will for your life? It's just a, a matter Because, of, you know what? It's not that I don't say that it's not um, God's will for my life because it is. So I will say for you, instead of destiny, <laughs> I will place God's will for my life. Because that's the important thing. It is always, it is about his will and his will being done. Amen. I think, I think the reason for that question is, I think when people think of destiny, is your, no matter if it's a good outcome or a bad outcome, mm -hmm. Gotcha. You're stuck to that because that's your destiny. Got you. Instead of when you say it's God's will for my life, you know, it's different because we have for free will. You know, so destiny, you're doomed to it. Mm. You can't veer from it. You're, mm. you're, that's, it's going to happen regardless what you do because you're, that's, that's your destiny in life. Gotcha. But when you say God's will, you know, it's different mm. because you, there is a choice. You know, you can either walk towards God's will and do God's will or, or not, you know, so maybe that's, that's 
know, you know that 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 just makes sense yeah. because when I was looking up um in the scriptures about destiny or just okay. trying to find a scripture that <laughs> relates to destiny. The scriptures are not positive about destiny. It's more, you know, it's like just, it's a, it's like something where you're just doomed. I understand what you're saying now. I'm sorry. I'm like, um, but yes, ultimately it's God's will for my life. But when I say destiny, I mean it in the most um, positive and most encouraging way. It's not saying that whatever your destiny is, you're doomed to, you know, uh, negativity and to die and all that other stuff. No, I'm not saying that at all. But in the, in the, what, what the what my shirt says in the basically the the thing that goes along with destiny is like you have destiny really big and it says um it's more than a dream it's God's promise for me Amen. so I'm saying in the most positive that's, way that's the most best way you can say encouraging way to you um so you know and I mean like like I'm just saying it's in the most positive <laughs> way I'm not saying anything like you're destined it's for, more than a dream it's God's it's promise, God's God's promise, promise for me that's but awesome. it's his it's his will for my life yes it is Amen. ultimately that's good stuff that's good stuff so in your years of doing this music ministry stuff even including that one year that whatever you went through what have you learned hmm. for yourself as far as a minister of the gospel what I learned, um, ooh, that's a that's a good one. Um, ultimately, um, like I had said before, through the experience that I had, I learned to trust in God. Um, I learned to have um, to really be a person of faith and to really have faith in Him for all things, um, whether you know it's good or bad. You know what's going on. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you mentioned it. You mentioned that, you know, you learn to have faith, you learn to trust in God, but you were ministering before while you were going through some stuff, okay. you know, and I'm just, I'm just playing advocate for anybody out there that okay. may, might want to ask, do you feel you were being hypocritical while you were ministering before while you were going through stuff? Does that, because I know there's other ministers that have gone through things and they're ministering and they either they fall or something, you know, we've had that happen recently in public. It's, it's not secret, you know, and a lot of the comments that I hear is, but how you be such a hypocrite they're up there ministering and preaching this and that and they're going through that, you know. Okay. So how does that apply to you? How do you feel? Um yes, um, I agree. I, I think that it, in a sense it can be hypocritical. But I think that because God knows your heart more than um anything, the feeling and the sensing of not wanting to sing anymore or not wanting to get up in there get up and, and minister was because of how much I felt guilty mm. about you know um any feelings that i was having or being discouraged and and um not wanting to minister sometimes you just get tired and you're just like you just want to throw it up in the air but then i remember that it's not about me right. and at the same time you know it's not like i took every um, ministry event and i went on like yeah i'm gonna do this and i know what i'm doing no but god used it in a sense for me to minister to myself because mm. i truly believe that because the music that I do is encouraging for other people. It encourages me as well. And then that time when I least expected it and when I didn't want to do it and just because it was a responsibility that I had, I would, you know, like it was one of those things that, you know what, it's not about me. Right. Because God can use anyone. He used a donkey in the Bible to, right, you know, right, right. to to bless and you know, like someone else or to let them know that he is relevant and that he's real. So right. it's like 
I think in that moment, I, when I mentioned Samson before, our God is a merciful and gracious God. But there comes to a point where you cannot play God. Right. You cannot be um, mm -hmm. in the middle, on the fence with one foot in the world and one foot, you know, in, in, in the spiritual sense, you know. So it's like one of those things. I was like, you know what? You need to get your act together or you're going to be one of those people that like God will bring everything that's in darkness to light. Amen. And I, and I think that's what I was trying to get to more from you, you know, because I think artists need to know that, you know, you can be going through stuff just because you have the responsibility of ministering doesn't mean that you ignore that you have issues. Right. Yeah. Because you can have issues as a minister. Many people, you know, I rather you I respect you more if you put up your hand and say, listen, I surrender for a few months. I got to get my life together. And if it's God's will for my life, I'll be back to do this. But right now I need to get my act right with God. That that means more than someone who said, "Yeah, I went through all that stuff." Even when I was doing the biggest shows out there, I was like, "Really?" You know, you start to wonder where's the sensitivity to the spirit of God. Yeah, well, thank God at that time I wasn't doing big shows. <laughs> like you know, like it was like one of those things that it was just like that's why even at the time that I didn't feel like um, ministering, I didn't have a lot of ministry events in that time. I didn't. So it was just a realization that even when it came to a point where out of you know, nowhere, like towards the end, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, um, I'm going to do this. I didn't know what what had happened was going to transpire before right. the event. So it was just like one of those things that it's like, okay, do I cancel a call out now or whatever? But it's sure. the, the realization that, you know, one of the things that's most important to me is that when I do go out and minister, because there are a lot of people who are seeing you for the first time, um, I'm very big on just being transparent. And before I, you know, bring up a song or when, you know, before I minister, I will talk about whatever it is that I'm going through. But in the grand um, spectrum of it all, there's a major testimony that comes from it. Amen. And now, and that's basically what I, you know, learned, so to say. Like, that's, yeah, that's, that's good. Uh, just not, like I said, the maturity and knowing that sometimes you'll have... It's like a roller coaster sometimes, you know, uh, in, in your spiritual walk. And right. you have to learn, like, it's like one of those things. Do I get, pick myself up and do I dust off and keep pushing forward and moving right. forward in the sanctification process and yeah. just um, asking the Lord to continue, give, continually give me strength and help me? Or do I just be defeated and I sit back and just let, you know, like, whatever. But what are some of the things that you do or who in your life would hold you accountable to kind of, bring you out of that funk and kind of bring you back to reality? Like, what what would you say are some uh, of the things that you did or did anybody, was there to, like, kind of call you out or help you out or to be what honest, would you, you know, say to other people? Yeah, other to artists? be honest with you, um, you know, I know that um, different people's minds, they run, like, their imag imagination run wild. Like, you could probably think that I killed somebody. I didn't. Um, <laughs> but... That would have been good for I the think story. <laughs> it would have been good. Yeah, like, everyone's, um, you know... Uh, convictions are like different but I know I know myself and I knew how I was raised so when I you know went out on the weekends or if I you know drank or if I you know uh you know um one time I, I think I tried a you know like a brownie or something like that that had things in it I didn't know what was in it it was very interesting but I was like oh my gosh like I was like you know what like I cannot be around people who are not of the same absolutely i can't like you are who you hang out with so to say and yeah. i know that at that time i was looking for um people that i could really like consider as like a friend 
because sometimes you feel alone in ministry. You yeah. feel you could feel by yourself or you could feel um, that there's no one there that you can turn to, you know, and of course you're supposed to turn to God. But um, I had my mom there as accountability. Um, but I just and like my friend, um, my best friend from London, you know, who I spoke to, you know, who knows everything about me. But um, I didn't I, I don't think it ever came to that point where mm -hmm. um, it was just like brought up to me. Okay. It just God did it easily, like in a transitional way yeah, where it's just like it was brought up. I sat down, mom, you need to get your act together kind of thing. And that's around that time where the song, the girl asked me to sing for a wedding. Okay. I literally was singing scripture so, every day, practicing yeah. a song. And it renewed and, and and basically uh redirected that that fire for me to literally like i went to, you know to my church and the second the next week they started a 21 day fast and <laughs> that changed my whole <laughs> view my whole perception because i never fasted for that long before mm. um but it was just a, a life-changing experience and god started opening doors there was favor and yeah. it was like one of those things that it was clear clarification for me yeah. that's good stuff Side note, you, when you said London, you said it with an accent. I just thought I'd say that. Oh, <laughs> good friend with London. Oh. Okay, out of nowhere. I like, wow. realize it. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, question from the chat room coming in. You ministered with a large group of people for a long time. Did you find a transition to a solo artist to be difficult? Um, I wouldn't say that it was difficult, but I, I was scared. I did, um, for me, I always knew that when you are with a group, what is always taught, no matter what you do when you're in the front, the front line of ministry, it's like you're under a magnifying glass. What you do outside of, of ministry or wherever you go, like a lot of times when you're in a big, in a, a big room where there's a big crowds of people, you could be anywhere in New York City you didn't see or meet the person, the people that all the people that were there at that event. Mm -hmm. So no matter where you are, in New York, no matter where you are, like if you're, sh I remember I was um, in Steve Madden and a girl came up to me and asked me like, oh, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, like it was just like <laughs> one of those things that it was a reminder and like those are the funny and re reminders that I love keeps that God, form. yeah, it just keeps you, um, you know, uh, grounded, so to say. Um, it wasn't about like, oh, can I have your autograph? And I was like, oh my gosh, someone knows me. But it was like, oh snap, like what if I was... Imagine I was somewhere else. Or imagine I was, you like, know, doing like doing wrong, this. Yeah. yeah. And um, it's like, because I say fear in the sense because I know it's more of a responsibility. Mm. When you're with a group of people, sometimes it could be a crutch. It could be sure. something that is just like, you know what? I'm not the only one mm. on stage. You can hide behind have, them. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was like, um, I truly believe that it was the next step because I had been ministry for seven years. It was like God was taking me out and it was supposed to be a platform and a stepping stone mm -hmm. for a bigger, um, just some, a plan, a bigger plan that he had for me. Mm -hmm. So I won't say that it was difficult, but, um, I had to get over that fear of thinking like, Oh, how am I going to do this? How am I going to step out, you know, by myself? It's more responsibility. Oh my gosh. I have to be on point with, you know, everything, you know, and you always have to be on point, but it's different because you have more of accountability when you yeah, are right. with a group of people, Sure. you know? So it was just like, okay, um, how are people going to, you know, receive you, you know, by yourself? Um, and also too, I was going to a performance arts college so you know I had to do jury and do different concerts and I was singing solos and stuff like that so 
um, I've sang on my own before, but um, it's, it's just very different in the mindset that, that came with me. I was just like, you know what, like, yeah. God, I, I need you to just strengthen me and, and build me up in character even more. And that's why I say I am, I appreciate the process and the preparation because yeah. preparation is important. How do you, how do you handle like, you're on stage now by yourself. You you don't turn around and see like eight more people behind you. Go yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's just you now. What you know? You know what goes through your mind? You know, um, to be honest with you, like um, I I know that I'm singing in front of people, but you know I may be singing to them, but I'm singing for God. So yeah. it's like one of those things that, as long as I pour everything that I have inside of me at that moment and I give it my all knowing that I'm worshiping and I'm singing for him and I'm singing ultimately to him. It's like, I want people to see, I want people to see God. I want people to see the light that he shines through me. So it's, I guess I, I get lost. I really do get lost because at first I'm always nervous. I get nervous every <laughs> single time before I get on stage. And, and even if I went to the bathroom, I feel like I have to go again, <laughs> even if it was a second before or a minute before. But I know that in that place, because of my mindset and where I get myself like ready, it's like an, uh, an actor or actress literally getting themselves in the moment mm -hmm. of, um, you know, uh, not character because I'm not acting. When I go up there, you, it's evident when the anointed and anointing is there and the Holy Spirit is in, in, in the place. But it's just the mindset of like, you know what, God, like this is all for you. Right. I'm going to go hard for you. I need you to just invade me. Right. I don't want people to see the curly hair or focus on what I'm wearing <laughs> or whatever. I literally want to transcend you. Like, right. I want you to be glorified. Right, right. So, I I don't think I ever, like, turned around. I was like, oh, no, but, you know. <laughs> it was a good amount of break time when, right. when you know, um, I wasn't, you know, when truth um, wasn't, uh, was on sabbatical and it wasn't, like, no longer together. It's, it it kind of like shifted the 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 every weekend or like the summers of so going and doing to yeah phase into the yeah solo. and just really think about it and also like okay you know and I think that within that transition you know um that's when you feel like sometimes things fall apart and you're like okay I don't know what you know I'm doing or I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing because my whole uh, focus my whole my whole drive and and everything that I put as far as me was into the ministry you know it was I was just like that was it like I was faithful to that and what I needed uh -huh. to do and I think that um after um after uh everything you know um that's when it became more difficult and I started feeling discouraged I went through things that I didn't know that I, you know I was gonna sure. go through and it was it was a build-up because it's just like when you don't have that anymore and you're like, oh my gosh, this is my life and it's over, you question and you're like, God, like, is right. this what you really want me to do? Because you're going to look, you know, to other things and try to do other things yeah. to compensate for that. And you're like, well, right. maybe ministry isn't, you know, but it's like, no matter how hard I tried to run away from it, he didn't let me run far. Nice. Well, I'm glad he didn't. And you're here to share with us and that, that's good. And we're looking forward to the project Destiny. To come out this summer, uh, we encourage you all to just go online and look for it. And especially even tonight after the broadcast, make sure you go on to iTunes, search for Sheena Lee, Gotta Get Away is the name of the track. It's available now. You can download that. 
Um, mm. Make sure you go to her website, sign up. You have a mailing list there or whatever. I'm not sure, but you could sign up or just keep visiting the website, checking out for the project. Make sure you follow her on Twitter and she tweets some great Instagram pictures. Uh, you would have seen the picture with everything poured all over her and stuff. You know, that would have been up there. So it would have been like you were there, you know. Uh, and also, is, um, there's another single coming out, um, which is a title track for the project called Destiny featuring Andy Menio. Um, oh, nice. Within the next couple of weeks. So yeah, I'm so you, forward to So that. you definitely want to make sure you're on that website constantly and, you know, get the updates. You don't want to miss out on that. We'll make sure we blast it out here, too, as soon as we get our hands on it. <clears throat> hint, hint. Since we got our hands on it, we'll blast it on here and make sure people hear it. Uh, you know, usually we have the rappers rap before they leave the show. So, are you rapping on this project at all? Nothing. Not even. Ah, uh, nothing. Why not? I don't know. It just didn't happen. I okay. worked. I worked on a song that um, was supposed to be cut? all hip hop and stuff like did that, but it, it just didn't. It didn't. Well, work. now you have the time uh, to share it. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, but uh, what I what I want you to do is, you know, it's up to you. Whatever you want to do, we're we're done with the interview. So if you have closing words, it's fine. If you have some some words you would like to share in song, which I would love, but you know, I want to be real. Whatever whatever's in your heart for the people, you know, to hear at the end of this broadcast. Now, um, one of the songs that um is on my project that I'm, uh, that basically I want to kind of like end with, um, as far as like all the lists or whatever is a worship song. And, um, basically it's called, um, all I need in parentheses more. Um, because I, I basically, uh, I love worship and I was, you know, like raised with the background, you know, in worship and singing on worship teams and just being a part of that. It's a different like feel. And I want people to come to a close where it's just like they have that intimate and a long time with God. Mm -hmm. So, um, I guess I could sing some of that, you know, for, for um, like acapella, so to say. <laughs> You are awesome, oh God. I give my whole self, oh Lord. I open up my heart and I decrease so that you can increase in me. I want more of you. Give me all of you. You're the air I breathe. You're all I need to survive. I want Yeah. That's, okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's good. That's stuff. That's good stuff. We're looking forward to the project, man. And you know, as soon as it's available, as soon as you get a real 
firm date on that, let us know. We'll make sure we'll tweet right. everybody and let them know. Uh, maybe a release party or whatever's going on. Yeah, you let us know. Concert, yes. A release concert, whatever it is. You know, to make sure people get their hands on this project. I think it's well, we know it's long overdue, so yeah. We're looking. We're looking forward. But to it's it, also on God's time. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Man. I, I it's, I'm, it's not, I'm not messing I'm with not, his will or his I'm time, but it's still long it. overdue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't it doesn't change the fact that it's long overdue? So we're but looking forward to it this summer. Uh, Project Destiny. Yeah. Keep that, that keep that locked in on your on your Twitters. We have to hashtag it for the rest of the summer until it comes out, so you can keep your eyes on it and make sure you pick it up. I want to end today's show with a song by a brother by the name of James Hicks. It's called Swag. Soldiers Walking According to God. I uh, just got this track this week. Good stuff. Check it out. Ratfest Radio, ratfestradio.com. Next week we are back with... Dave TV and Dave HD. Dave TV and HD. Hello, God. brother. I love yeah. you, man. Yeah, he'll be at the Bread Factory. So we'll be talking about the Bread Factory before, beforehand. Awesome. That's going to be good. And then Prodigal. the week after that we Prodigal have Prodigal Son from Florida will be on Ratfest Radio. And then in May, we'll have, May 21st, it is, then May we have the rep from Arizona. Arizona. That's, That's going to be good. We have some other people lined up. June 9th, the concert series. Did you uh, mention that June earlier? 9th, the Rap Fest concert series. You know what? I didn't mention it, but. June. Yeah, we have a Rap Fest concert <laughs> series going on at Salem, June 9th. June 9th. Uh, but what we'll do is next week, we'll we'll, we'll hit it hard. We'll yeah. we'll have the flyer and everything. So we'll make sure we Stay promote that Facebook, 100%. website, everything. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So right now we want to leave you with this song by James Hicks, Soldier Walking According to God. Swag. Swag. Soldier walking according to God, you a soldier 
swag is untouchable. Jesus is all cause of you. Let our swag as a world start with you. Yeah. You kill, kill, man, rejection, and that's why I pray the world sees you in my life. As you a soldier walking the call of God. Cause I be a soldier walking the call of God. Just here only to fight nah. We really here for the souls that's lost in the night yeah. Penetrance by Jane, Lady Gaga See I was lost too till I cried, save me Abba Cause I ain't have nowhere to turn nah. I was so sick, gonna reel with my sins I was on my way to burn uh. No cure and a dope or an ointment okay. You can save me, only grace by his anointing Blood, see, it's the power in it to turn It's in the redeemed souls and what sin is yeah. uh, I'm no beginner, I'm on the south Soldier walking the call of God Cause I be a soldier walking the call of God